Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Everything But Perfect podcast. I'm your host, Jerica Hirsch. And I'm your co-host, Tara Mendez. And we're so glad that you guys selected one of our episodes today to sit and have a little bit of a Bible study with us. Yeah, um, today we'll, we're going to be going over, um, you know, dealing with breakups and while following God, um, I have takes on going through a breakup and not following God, so um, I could kind of tell you the things that did not work for me and maybe that I thought it would work in the moment and it just made everything worse so I can I'm going to give you you know my advice on basically what not to do and then we're going to share a couple of bible verses you know to help and Jerica can speak on it too but um we wanted to tell you that we're batching this episode so we don't have anything new that god has or we've seen god in our week because we just recorded the last episode yeah so we've done four <laughs> episodes in two days yeah so crazy we, we ran out of things from these past <laughs> four days well we don't do a whole lot yeah so. to talk about so um but we're gonna do things that we are grateful for maybe that you know in the future that is coming up that we are excited to because of god so do you want me to go first or you want to go first yeah you can go ahead okay one thing that i've been super excited about and that i'm really really looking forward to is it's less than a month away it's passion 2024 and if no one knows what passion is it um basically a what would you call it a convention maybe that a bunch of you know christians go to in atlanta georgia and it's in a big stadium and basically for three days, it's just about worshiping God, um, you know, through music and different speakers. I don't know who's going to be there yet, but I'll be there for four days. So that is going to be, I just, I just feel so good about it. Um, and I know there's going to be a, something's going to break through for sure. And it, it's just going to change um, my life, I feel like. And I can't wait to be around that many like-minded people and just watching that many i think it's 18 to 26 year olds so it's gonna be so cool watching a bunch of young people just worship god and see how passionate everyone is about it's a great great uh, environment that i'm gonna be in and i cannot wait so i'm so grateful to god that i get to go do that with one of my best friends um because this wouldn't be happening without him obviously but i that is the main thing I'm looking forward to, and I just can't wait. So the fact that it's less than a month away is really exciting. So, yeah, that's fine. Anything else? Like, do you have any other big plans while you're gone for a month? Um, Just going home. Just grateful I get to spend time with my grandma um, and being with family, honestly, during Christmas. So that's what I'm really looking forward to that I'm really grateful for. So just anything, everything in general is for this past next month because it's all good things. And I don't know, I'm just excited to be home with my family and to go to church with my grandma. Just the simple things really just make me very happy. So, yeah, yeah. I'd say that. <laughs> what about Beautiful. you? Um, I'm also, I also get to go home. Yay. Oh my gosh. The it's been so long. Already Are you flashing. serious? <laughs> this is going to be the You're most like... <laughs> resume what in the heck what i don't know it's so weird obviously i don't believe i don't believe in 
angel numbers, but like, does it mean anything if I keep seeing the same number over and over? Does it say anything about that in the Bible? <laughs> I, I don't get that. I don't know. I think angel numbers are like something to do with demonic. No, like oh. I think m- more like that witchcraft stuff. Yeah, people it, it, believe in angel numbers, like crystals and no, stuff. It, that's why I'm, I've never even noticed it before. But all of a sudden, it's like. I, it's what 444. 444? <laughs> yeah, I keep seeing it everywhere. And Let I me look up. It. At least it's not 666. I know. <laughs> Wait, did you pause it? No, Where's I, it going? Good. Yeah, so I'm excited to go home and be with family. I haven't been home since moving to Arizona in May. That's a long time. It's a very long time. I've seen my mom. She's been down here twice. Once to move in my little brother and then once just to visit after her birthday in October, but I haven't seen like my dad, grandparents, like anything like that since moving here. So I am excited. I'm excited to um, get to be home for a while. We'll be home for just over two weeks. So It'll be a minute. I think that by the time that the two weeks is done, I'll be ready to come <laughs> back. Go, okay, I've like, had enough wait. with the family. I know well, it's especially be me. of the cold. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Yeah, I think. Oh, here I am bringing up temperature. <laughs> Let's see what the temp is in Minnesota right now. Here I am bringing up the weather. <laughs> Whoopsies. Well, it's thirty-two. It's not bad. It's thirty-two, and it'll be in the high 30s i guess for the next week but i know when we're headed there it's gonna be cold it's probably gonna be like in the 10s 20s maybe negatives we'll see a little chilly yeah so not very excited for the weather since i have been an arizonian now for what has it been six months ew yeah Ah, crazy (laughs) crazy yeah so i'm very used to the warm weather and i i'm kind of scared that when i go home i'm gonna be like a big wimp yeah probably and that's how i was after i moved from flagstaff when i went back up there to go visit after living here for a while i was freezing at 40 something degrees 50 i was like oh my god i can't take it because i'm so used to not being in the cold anymore because before when it was snowing and 11 degrees i'm like yeah nothing now it's like shivering how did you do like this morning i think it was 50 degrees this morning it was crisp it was crisp i keep my window open though because i like being under a bunch of blankets and being warm but it feels so nice now though i think we can appreciate a little bit of chill since it's basically hell on earth when it's hot in arizona it's so warm (laughs) yeah it's hot yeah now i like it because now we can keep our windows open and like it's like let the fresh air in yeah no i think it has been really beautiful lately yeah so i'm appreciative but yeah i get to go be back in the cold hello are you (laughs) it has never done that before what is (laughs) happening in the name of Jesus, every every demon. <laughs> it's leave your my demons. Apartment. It's your sleep paralysis demon attacking us right now. Um, Are you serious? Hmm. Uh, maybe just keep it rolling okay. because, I mean, it's it's cute, kinda. Oh, there we go. Okay, we're gonna do a quick prayer. Let's do a quick yes. prayer because this is horrible, <laughs> you guys. We are getting spiritually attacked. Is it still going? Hold is up. it still recording? Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> In the name of Jesus. In the name blah, of Jesus. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. No, but seriously, this is not okay. Okay. Mm. Dear Lord, please just protect and keep sacred this podcast and Tara's space and what we are um, talking about. We know that I think we're getting spiritually attacked right now. Yeah. I mean, what is going on? No, like, seriously. it's thing after thing after thing <laughs> trying to record this episode and we're just trying to get through it mm. and spread your word and your message and your love, God. So mm. just please please in jesus name protect us from any spiritual attack that's happening right now and we just pray that you speak through us today that you use us as your vessels lord because that's all that tara and i ever want from this um no matter if it reaches 10 or 10,000 or 10 million we'll be happy with um whatever your reach is for us whatever Mm -hmm. your plan is for this podcast lord because we know that you brought us together for a reason and we are just so blessed to have this platform and to get to spread your word and your love today um and yeah so just protect us protect your word as it's coming out of our mouths to our listeners and just allow us to speak what you want us to speak today um in your name we pray amen amen i was like totally looking up and thinking it was gonna be blurry the blurry it's good (laughs) no okay it's good my goodness wow okay um where was i uh cold we were talking about cold mm, um, yeah i think that's enough yeah. of the temperature yeah. chat um, <laughs> that's it people for are snoozing forecast <laughs> yeah. and that is all no we actually look like broadcasters though and i've been saying that like so we used to sit on tara's couch when we were doing episodes but tara had the idea to move here because caitlin yelled at us because the lighting was always really bad <laughs> it looks a lot better here. she never yelled at us but there's no like light over by tara's couch because there's no overhead light it's just like lamps and so sometimes the videos were like super far away and super dark and just grainy and gross so tara had the stellar idea to move over here and it's been great so far this i like sitting so, over here i do too it feels like i have my like it, I, it helps me sit up too and like speak yeah i'm i need to work is work work is i need to work on not slouching i don't know if anyone works out there but um, work is, work the is. core is a little weak so i need to sit i know straight. wait who was it that said if you caitlin. like caitlin yeah <laughs> she was like if you know if you were to like sit up properly like you would have like a six pack of abs it's like, like oh say gotta it get less. on my zoom <laughs> <laughs> summer's the- like coming <laughs> gotta get on that spring break no literally um yeah but i don't know i just feel like more aware and awake like sitting up here yeah yeah me too. on the couch i'm like wanting to like snuggle Slouch. in and yeah like, yeah and so i think for like talking about the bible and the yeah. word and stuff it's good to be like attentive and like sitting up so exactly i've been liking the vibes up here but vibes hello where was i going with this we just get oh, sidetracked. <laughs> news yeah weather forecasters oh, yeah, yeah. yeah so we definitely look like that but okay reeling it back in okay because <laughs> i am getting so Tangent. sidetracked right now <laughs> um yeah so i'm going home to minnesota it's gonna be cold that's pretty much the gist of that um my twin brother i'm so sad he's joining the by by this time he's two weeks into oh wow into basic training for the coast guard and uh, um i know we're just so proud of him this is something that he's wanted like his entire life i mean i remember being like four years old and him chasing me around the house with a wooden gun like (laughs) he's always wanted to do this so so we're very proud of him and um just like have him in your prayers as he goes through basic and you know is um protecting our borders yeah keeping us safe and free and yeah just keep us and him in your prayers and yeah so it's kind of a bummer he's leaving like right after we get back so i'm getting back home on the 15th and then he is 
going to be leaving on the 18th. And so it's not much time, but I think that God has really blessed us with the time that we've had here because he's been staying with Michael and I in our guest room for the past month. It's already been a month. Oh, wow. What? Yeah. What in the heck? Yeah. What? Foul. I know. So it's been very nice, like to have a little bit of time with him before he does go off because after basic, like if you know, if you know anyone who's like gone through that, they only get to go home like after basic for a week and pack up and then they get shipped off to like where they're actually going to be stationed and working. And since it is the coast guard, like that's not going to be Minnesota or Arizona. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's going to be like San Diego, Florida, yeah, you know, somewhere on the East or West coast. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's going to be different not having him home every time that I go yeah. and not having him there for Christmas, but he was here for Thanksgiving with me, which was so nice that's, because yeah, nice. I didn't get to go home for Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so it was nice to have, like at least one little part of my family here to spend Thanksgiving yeah. with. So I just think, you know, God has a reason for everything. And, um, he blessed me with one more holiday with him before he, yeah. he is gone. Um, but yeah, so to celebrate him leaving, we're doing like a Hirsch family game night, which always gets super heated because we're Italian. So, and we're <laughs> Sicilian yeah. to be exact. So it gets yeah. very heated and, Um, We're going to play hockey with him because my dad loves to do that with us. So we'll do like one final siblings and dad game of hockey and um, I'll just get to see some of my friends and it'll just be like a really nice rejuvenating time. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to be home. The only downside is that I have to leave my baby. I have to leave Klaus for for 17 days. Uh, That's so long. I know. Even when I leave Lila for a week, I'm like dying to get back to her. Like, I just want to cuddle. I just no. want my baby. I know. Like, I carried you in my womb, and now we're <laughs> apart. Like, that reminds me. I have to show you this TikTok because it's so us. It's about, it's like a slideshow of being, like, this girl telling everyone that they carried their dog in the womb, and they're like. Like, this is my biological child. I actually yeah. did birth him. So, and like, you're lying. And then she's like, well, explain what's this? this? Yeah. Explain this then. It's so funny. It's going to take me a second to find it. My Wi-Fi doesn't want to work. <laughs> My house is being attacked. I need someone to come and cleanse it. Michael will. <laughs> Michael. Oh, for heaven's sake. Well, I guess it just wasn't funny you, enough. You can show me after. <laughs> Maybe God's like, stay on track. I know. I'm getting distracted. Okay. Yeah, so I don't know, just very excited, feeling very blessed to have family to go home to. I know a lot of people like don't get to say the same around the holidays, and so I'm just feeling very blessed by God that he gave me such a great earthly family that I get to go home to and spend the holidays with and feel welcomed and safe and loved. So very excited for that. I don't really have any specific plans. Like, I think that we're just going, and if people want to see us, like, We'll see them. If not, like we'll just be spending quality time with the family. So yeah, much need to break good. for sure. Yeah, it'll be nice for sure. Yeah, but it's going to be hey. weird. We're not going to be podcasting for a month. I know. It'll feel weird when we get back. But, but we got this. It'll, it'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it'll feel weird though. For it's sure. going to be weird. And I'm going to be sad because I love podcasting and I'm going to miss it. Just talking, especially now for sure too. Yeah. Since it's about jesus yeah i just like saying jesus jesus Jesus. (laughs) we'll we'll still be tasked with 
like reading the bible though and you know for content going into the new year because we're gonna hit the ground running so it'll be amazing yeah but do you are you ready to get in to the episode today yeah so the dang thing like we promised you guys we wanted to do one interactive episode a month so it's not all just like us picking a scripture and diving into it so for this month we are doing um an episode we got a question sent in uh, asking a girl has just gone through a breakup and she's struggling because you know breakups are hard and we were talking about in our last episode if you listened that sometimes it's like in the middle of this storm in the middle of this like terrible thing that you're going through that you feel the most distant from God, even though that's when you should be like the closest. So we just wanted to give some like words of encouragement to anybody going through like a breakup or a waiting season or, you know, dealing with singleness Mm -hmm. after the holidays and struggling with that in the new year, just giving some words of encouragement of, of, um, you know, that your perfect relationship is on its way because everything in God's timing and God will provide. And he did intend a soulmate for every single one of us. And um, also just chatting a little bit, like Tara said, about how to maybe handle a breakup now that Tara and I have both gone through breakups and we didn't handle them in the right way. Like yeah. hindsight, twenty twenty. Tara and I we wish that we would have known now what we or that we would have known then what we know right now um now that we've been diving deeper into our relationship with God and finding comfort and strength in that yeah you know when you're going through a breakup that's when you need that the most so just giving you some encouragement there I don't know do you want to do you want to start by Tara by just like explaining um because I know you had a really rough breakup and it's been a tough road like so I would, I would love to hear if you're comfortable with sharing, however much you're comfortable sharing um, about your relationship and then that breakup and how, you know, that affected you. Um, yeah, so I had a pretty bad breakup. It was very on and off. Um, and the first time we broke up and got back together, it was never the same after. And just the way that we both had handled things and how we were to each other. You know, I, um, made him out to be like the only evil person when now that where I'm at today, I can look back and see the things that I did wrong and that weren't okay for me to do. And definitely learning something about just the whole one-upping thing when you break up if you find out they do something it's like oh i need to do worse to get them back i think the whole getting back thing too was really breaking me apart because you're just doing worse to yourself at that point um no one you're not you're not getting back at anyone you're not it just doesn't work like that you're just um picking apart picking at yourself slowly and slowly um in a really bad negative way i like obviously i don't want to go into too much detail but it was just a very on and off thing after we broke up um 
there was I don't know it was just <laughs> it was so messy we were both we were both in the wrong and I just looking at it now I would handle things such so differently and for a while I did regret that and regret the way that we acted and I acted for sure and realizing the things that I did were wrong and taking accountability for that maybe not to his face but you know god knows where my god knows that i'm so sorry for what i did and like the things that i did and hopefully you know it's the same for him but if not it's okay um i don't know i did more damage to my healing process than i probably could have healed a lot faster if i did everything the opposite such as how i would deal with it now i think i could heal from it a lot faster and in a healthier way um but instead i was you know going out partying hooking up with people um just talking so negatively about him too um you know wanting to know what he's doing and just saying awful things even to myself about him everything was just so negative and doing that now i wouldn't find comfort in things that aren't of god um so i wouldn't try to help myself by partying and drinking and help myself with certain people um and doing everything <laughs> wrong uh it really just doesn't work at all it didn't do anything for me it made things a lot worse it made it terrible for me um basically that it was just crappy altogether and i don't know there's not there's like nothing good i did to help me heal from that i would say now because i thought you know um i was working through it and that i was healing from it but it's not until i got as close as to god I, it's not until that i got whew, it's not that i got it's not until that i got closer to god that i f forgave and kind of left that situation in the past because not until i did that i couldn't truly forgive that relationship and forgive what i did and forgive what he did until I really dove into my faith, to be honest, um, and left all that bitterness and anger out. So pretty much basically saying that the things that I did, such as what I listed, don't help um, heal at all. It may feel like it, you know, in the moment, but it just leads to more brokenness and you just get more lost and depressed and so i can't you know i know that now it would be a lot better if i did f follow the morals that i go by now obviously i can't talk and say that you know for a fact it's so much better but just knowing you know it, it is a little better at least in my opinion without actually doing it but i can't speak on dealing with a breakup in a healthy way i can only speak on doing it in a really self-destructing way and i think 
finally now finding that forgiveness to myself and to him and knowing God knows where my heart is and how sorry I am for everything and I wish everything went differently but I have that peace now I think knowing and I wish you know I could have gotten it sooner if I handled it in a more um if I had God help me handle things it would have been a lot different and a lot better Uh, so that's why I think it's really important even though I haven't experienced it I just know it would be a lot better to deal with it that way because duh I don't know it just you're just your morals are better when you follow the bible really you're just and not saying that it won't be hard too i'm sure you know you're gonna fall you might mess up but it's nice to have that i don't know i get parent to guide you and help you deal with things so dark so that's kind of my take on it i kind of went in a circle but there's only (laughs) one point to that it's basically don't do don't indulge in partying and you know just sleeping pe- with people that you don't need to be to try to get over someone else it doesn't work it never has and it never will so you may you can take that with a grain of salt but just sp- speaking from personal experience it doesn't heal at all the only thing that can heal you is god and i want to be very i want to have a lot of emphasis on that because i wish that i had that when I was going through something so dark. God found me at my darkest, and I'm so grateful for that. Um, But, you know, I do wish sometimes that I had him when I was going through that. But now I do have him for future future times that, you know, because I will go through it. We all will. Um, That wasn't just the one time, but hopefully not a breakup. Hopefully the next person is my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we would love that. (laughs) But Um, that's my take on that. Yeah, and just to add to what you were saying, because I think everything that you said is perfect and super wise and just great advice. I think like now, even though you didn't have that wisdom and discernment and those morals that come with growing your relationship with the Lord, I think that it's, it's good that you handled those things the way that you did, because you like the, the way that God can be so profound is when you're at like rock bottom. It's when you're at your most broken. That is when God can work the most in you. And so I think that even though those things are painful and they're hard to remember and it's hard to believe that, you know, those things happened, it was for a greater good and it was to bring you to Jesus Mm -hmm. and to grow your relationship with him. Yeah. And to learn from that experience, because now, like you said, going forward, you know how to handle situations like that so much healthier. And I think that like, like you were saying, even though you do know God now, it's still very real to stumble. And when you go through hard times to fall back into, you know, the ways of the world, Mm -hmm. because we're still flesh and blood and bone we're still human beings and so because of that we have sin in us it's like a natural thing because we're humans there's sin yeah and so 
you can't, even if you are Christian already, like when Tara was going through this breakup, I don't know, were you even Christian at that point? Um, no, I, I believe that there was a God, but that was about where it stopped. You know? Yeah. So, so like, even if you are a believer and stuff and you go through a really hard time, it's okay. It's okay to feel those negative things and to go through and hit rock bottom and do things that you're ashamed of because you're still human and that just proves that you're human and that proves that you have things to fix because if you were if you weren't (coughs) bless you (laughs) if you were perfect already there would be no reason to strive to have a stronger relationship with the lord there'd be nothing that he could do in you to work like work through you and to heal you yeah and so it's okay like if you handle things still not in a healthy way like tara was saying like going out and getting drunk sleeping with other people um doing things that were hurting you mm-hmm. in the long run like even though you were trying to hurt somebody else yeah. maybe that's okay to have done because now you've learned from it mm-hmm. and it's helped you to grow more towards the lord yeah anything that brings you closer to the lord is good yeah exactly even if it's a super negative, mm-hmm. it's still good because it brought you closer to having a relationship with him. Yeah, 100%. And I think too, like the way of the world, the world wants to pull you into sin. It wants you, like after you go through a breakup, it wants you to yeah. stumble and it wants you to be so negative and depressed and feeling lonely and going out and getting drunk and having you know sex with random strangers and not feel good about yourself because that means that the enemy's won and he wants that he wants you to feel like that and i think that all of those things drugs sex you know drinking Mm -hmm. um loneliness all of that stem from a hole that i think is within everybody all eight billion of us yeah have this hole and it's a god-sized hole in your heart and people try to fill it when they go through these hard times because i feel like when when you're happiest and when things are going your way you don't feel the hole as deeply and as large as you do when you're going through something like a breakup or death of a family member or anything that would be negative that would affect you and make you want to go sin yeah to feel something yeah sin essentially is things that are of the world that the enemy wants to trick you into loving to fill that void to fill the god-sized hole that all of us have in our heart yeah like you were saying the only thing like being so for real you guys the only thing that can heal you is god yeah god's love for you Mm -hmm. that is it yeah like it's so true I've, you there's know, nothing else i've tried it i've tried it it doesn't work and i think i had said that before to someone about feeling that missing piece um because one random day i just decided to go to church up there by myself because i it was my last resort i was like well i guess we'll go we'll go try god and that day at worship i just felt an overwhelming like, emotion of like this this is gonna help you and but i was emotional and i didn't know why um because i was fine you know there was nothing wrong that those past couple days and i was like why do i want to cry and it was just an overwhelming overwhelming emotion i don't even know what but 
slowly you know I just started going more and then finally now I'm here and it really was the only thing that could help and fix and that was the missing piece that you know I didn't have that I was trying to fill with you know drinking or whatever it may be you know if it's yeah drugs for someone else if it's sex for someone else um anything of the sorts it just doesn't work it doesn't fit it's like a to me it feels like a puzzle piece you keep trying a bunch of different ones that don't fit because you're you're trying everything of the world but you know finally i found that missing piece that fit and it was god and i can sit here and say that it it works like he works it's a it's crazy it it sounds so unbelievable that that's so simple something so simple that is yet so profound and so hard to grasp is that there is a higher being who created you who loves you more than anything and he is the missing piece for everything yeah for everything yeah not just to break up for everything Everything. you guys like even good things Mm -hmm. he is somebody who shares in your accomplishments and he gives you good things like in jesus only good things are found only peace he is always a missing piece is that the story that you were telling me when we first met about when you went to a church and you just like cried um no the first time i went i didn't i had like a tears in my eyes but not fully crying it was just that emotion yeah it was that church that changed everything for me i mean we can jump into the scripture now because um we've been definitely talking i know um but that is just kind of the gist of what we want to tell you guys is that genuinely like i'm sure you get sick and tired of hearing us say it but the only way that you can heal and the only way that you can find the missing piece of your life there's a reason why you feel empty there's a reason why it feels like your soul is searching it's because god is looking for you god is calling you home yeah that's all that it is is he he wants you to run to him with anything good or bad in your life and so if you know, this podcast episode is finding you at a point where you're so bogged down in brokenness and you just, you don't know how you're going to get out of bed tomorrow. And, you know, this is just that season of life where you're struggling so profoundly. We just encourage you to open the Bible, to give it a shot, go to church, reach out to somebody that you know that goes to church i mean gosh tara has so many great testimonies yeah. of people who have just been reaching out to her lately just yeah. reach out to people they want to help you listen to podcast episodes start growing your faith start praying like it might seem intimidating to pray and to grow a relationship with the lord but it's not it's always been there and he's just been waiting for you to come home so just you know sit quietly with god and just ask him to come into your life ask him to heal you because he wants to he wants that for you and if you this podcast episode is finding you at a time where you're okay and you're like i just kind of clicked on this episode like just to just to hear you guys talk thank you we love you but if you're okay and you're doing great right now in life jesus still wants you to talk to him every single day and to confide in him he wants to celebrate your biggest victories if you're going through a time where you are good and you're solid right now he's all of heaven is rejoicing for you this is a time that god allowed you to have but know that because we live in such a fallen world where the enemy has so much control there will be a time in your life when you're broken again yeah and yeah. that is for it's certain an, 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 inevitable inevitable <laughs> 
Gosh. English. <laughs> I can't say any words lately. Just nothing. That's okay though. You're, you, you're sick. So these last two episodes, Tara's Tara's been sick. So cut her some slack. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, yeah, okay. but no, it's so true. Like no matter where you're at in life, like high or low, you need Jesus. <laughs> Point blank period. You need Jesus. Okay. So we're, we're glad that you clicked on our episode. And we yes. love you and Jesus loves you. Yes. So I don't know. Do you want to jump into scripture? Did you have anything else to add to that? No, nope, that's all I have to say about that before I stumble over 50 other words. So beautiful. If you want to start. <laughs> I mean, I have four bookmarked, so. You got more. I got one. So you go for <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. I really love this one, you guys. So we're jumping into our Bible study. So if you have your Bible handy, open up, crack it open to Matthew 6. Um or I'm sorry, Matthew seven. seven. And if you're driving, don't, <laughs> if you're seated, don't. open up your Bible, um, listen along. So this is under ask, search, knock. It's Matthew seven, seven. Wow. Seven, seven. Matthew seven, seven. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives, and the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. A lot of open and seeking and finding in that <laughs> yeah. verse. There's a lot of that. But essentially what it's saying is, and it's not saying, you know, um, for everyone who asks receives. You guys, this isn't saying to ask for who's that really attractive quarterback. <coughs> that you know her name yeah that you like oh i don't remember his name but i think it's actually i don't know just you know yeah you, you know, know who we're talking about. if you know you know it doesn't mean to ask sam for hartman him. i think yes sam yeah. hartman that's his name it doesn't mean ask for damon salvatore <laughs> right okay right <laughs> this is saying ask about things that bring you peace mm -hmm. and if it is in god's will it will be yours yeah that's it that's all that it's saying. Yeah. Um, and then it's saying the one who seeks finds. So this doesn't mean to go and seek relationships and everything. Yeah. Join Hinge, join Tinder yeah. and, you know, be on Facebook dating, which is crazy. Facebook keeps getting me. Yeah. They keep asking <laughs> me to sign up for dating. I'm like, <laughs> um, I'm married. <laughs> She's not mad. It was the TikTok. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Well, soon. But yeah, so it doesn't mean to go looking for it in all the wrong places. Just because it's saying to go seek something, that doesn't mean to go spend every waking moment of the day tirelessly looking for it. This means seek Jesus first. Yeah. Yeah. And you will find. Yeah. When you seek Jesus first, first he will add it unto you there's a verse out of matthew and it says seek first the kingdom of god and all things will be added unto you that's mm. what seeking means seek and you will find just like tara was seeking in that moment yeah. where she didn't know necessarily that she was but her heart was open and her mind was open and she was seeking and jesus found her yeah seek jesus first and he will provide yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the one who knocks the door will be opened we've given this yeah you know analogy a couple times now but god's waiting for you on the other side of the door and it's you know seek him with yeah. everything that you have strive for a relationship with him first and he will provide 
the man for you the man of your dreams the man that he has set aside for you Mm -hmm. so i just just love that one it's very simple but it's um effective yeah no really i love that yeah you can't and i mean you guys you can't be sitting around and asking for thing after thing from jesus because that's not a relationship you can't just ask from him and assume because he's jesus that he's just gonna give it to you yeah it's like a um, like a genie and you're like rubbing the lamp being like okay i want this like i want this is my next wish that's not how don't treat him like a wishing well either it's 50 50 you know like jesus gives us his all so we need to give him our all as well you can't just ask him for something and assume that he's gonna you know that you're gonna receive it the next day in a with a pretty bow on top you need to sit and pray and focus on jesus first and then he will provide yeah exactly well said yeah what's your verse um i literally just looked it up five minutes ago but um it's the most everyone's heard this i feel like even if you're not christian but the lord is close to the broken heart and save those are christians whoa you just rapped <laughs> um the lord is close to the brokenhearted and saved saves those who crushed in spirit holy moly um that's psalms 34 18 um this is actually (laughs) this is the first bible verse (laughs) i'm rapping (laughs) this is the first bible verse uh, that i found when i was two years ago when i was heartbroken and kind of getting curious about god this is the first bible verse wow can't do this anymore i need to be done um that is written in my journal actually uh, i have it still because i wrote a couple things to myself to try to get me through i think we've all tried doing that at one point um but on one of the pages it says that verse psalms 34 18 and i think that's just so precious that that's uh, that's my first that was my first taste of god and i think that was literally the only thing i knew from the bible was that verse um and i feel like it's a very basic one too but it's so true and i truly believe if i hadn't gone through such a dark time and been so brokenhearted that i wouldn't have found god and i wouldn't have been made new and so that's why we were saying that or jerica was saying that even it's better to go through something so dark and get closer to God because of that than to have something happy and never know God or Jesus yeah. at all. He works through like the brokenness yeah. the most. Yeah. And then, you know, that saves those who are crushed in spirit, which boy was I crushed in spirit and I was broken hearted. And maybe it took, you know, a year and a half, almost two years, but sooner or later jesus did come into my heart when i finally let him in so yeah yeah and an analogy that i really love that what you just said like reminded me of is um you know and i i kind of this isn't from like anyone famous saying this i you know this is something that i um, thought up yeah and essentially like picture a very dark tunnel Mm -hmm. tunnels usually don't have light in them it's full of darkness and so if you were standing at the foot of a tunnel 
and all that you could see was darkness ahead of you, you know a tunnel has to end. Yeah. That's literally what a tunnel is, yeah. is there is an opening on the other yeah. side. If, you know, if you were standing on one side and it was all butterflies and rainbows, but you never knew Jesus yeah. was on one side. Mm-hmm. So you, let's say your breakup, mm-hmm. you pre-breakup is standing on this side of the tunnel where if you don't travel through this tunnel, you know that you will never meet Jesus on yeah. the other side. Yeah. You can either choose to stay in this, you know, like la la land where everything is butterflies and rainbows, but you never know your savior. You never have yeah. that deep connection with him. Yeah. Or you choose to take one step forward through this dark tunnel and you don't know when the light is going to come, yeah. but you know that there will be that light at the end of the tunnel and there will be Jesus on the other end. Yeah. So even though but, you walk, so even if, you know, it would, would you take that step? Yeah. Would you take that step through that dark tunnel, through the hard hardships, if you knew that Jesus was waiting for you on the other end? That's the question that you have to ask yourself. And I feel like that is what strengthens your your love for Jesus and the relationship that you have is when you trust him through that darkness. Yeah. So knowing what you knew, you know, now on the other end of, you know, that dark breakup that you went through or any, any, um, you know, bad situation that you've ever been through, knowing what you know now and how it's grown your relationship with God, would you take that step through that tunnel? Yeah. 100%. Right. Like, yeah. because even though these things are so terrible and so sad and so bad, you know that Jesus is waiting for you on the other end. His light is there yeah. and it's waiting for you. And then you learn so many great lessons mm-hmm. through walking through that darkness. Yeah, honestly. And I'm so grateful that I learned them younger rather than later, you know, and that I got to know Jesus at the age I did. And I'm so forever grateful for that, that I went through such a dark time and came out of it, you know, a much better person, even though it took a couple years um, I would go through that, you know, over again, if it meant having that relationship with Jesus for the rest of my life, if that makes sense. Like, it's just so it's worth it to go through such a storm and find that light at the end of the, at the end of the tunnel, basically. Yeah. But you just keep, even though that tunnel of darkness seems super long, you just keep going until you yeah. finally see that little bit of light. Cause that's how it was for me. It was that little tiny, it started with that Bible verse, tiny, tiny, tiny bit of light. And maybe you're going slow. You're not running through the tunnel, but yeah. you're moving slow. And then the light just gets bigger and yeah. bigger. And now it's it just like closer every step that you take. Yeah. hundred percent. And at the end of the tunnel, you just see some open arms and this, you know, angel, which is Jesus. And it's mm-hmm. so, it's mm-hmm. so bright and it's so light and it's so yeah. loving and kind and yeah. beautiful. And he's waiting for you. Yeah. He's waiting for you at the end of the darkness that you're going through. He's yeah. with you every step of the way. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Do you have any other ones? Maybe I can give my next one first. Yeah. That's, that's the one I had. That's about it. Okay. So I tell you. (laughs) So this is song of songs eight. Um, I just, I just love this. So it says young, young women of Jerusalem, I charge you do not stir up or awaken love until the appropriate time. So that essentially just means like, do not, do not go seeking for something that is not in God's will. Yeah. You know, he, he will show you when it's your time. Yeah. Um, and it will be your time. I promise it will be. Yeah. And then it goes on to say it like a couple lines later. So this is eight, four through seven. Set me as a seal on your heart 
as a seal on your arm for love is as strong as death jealousy is as un- unrelenting as shawl loves flames and fiery fl- loves flames are fiery flames an almighty flame a huge tor wow there's like crazy words in here <laughs> a, t- a huge torrent cannot extinguish love rivers cannot sweep it away and so i love where it says set me as a seal on your heart a seal on your arm this reminds me of the verse where it said, you know, um, I don't know if this is necessarily like word for word from the Bible, but there is a saying where, you know, um, guard your heart, but wear it on your sleeve, Mm -hmm. you know, like protect yourself and protect your love that you give. Be cautious Mm -hmm. because not everyone is deserving of it. Mm -hmm. You know, the enemy is here to seek, kill and destroy your love, but also don't be afraid to show your love. Yeah. So set him as a seal on your heart and a seal on your arm. Allow him to protect that love that he's blessed you with um, from the enemy. And I love how it says that nothing can extinguish love. Rivers cannot sweep it away. When he gives you love, you guys, when he gives you that person, there will be nothing that can take it away. If it is right and if it is in God's will and if it is the person that God set aside for you, nothing not even a strong yeah. river could tear yeah. that person away from you when it is set is apart so by the true. lord root that is so true so if you are going through a breakup where it just doesn't feel right and time after time like you were saying you guys were back and forth back together and breaking up back together and breaking up that's not from god because if it was from god nothing could take it away mm. yeah that's true so hold, be steadfast, wait for that love yeah. um, that God be has it. set apart for you. Exactly. And it's so worth it. So I'm waiting just as you are too. Mm-hmm. Patience. Psalm um, 62, 5 through 8. Rest in God alone, my soul, for the hope comes from him. He alone is my rock and my salvation, my stronghold. I will not be shaken. My salvation and glory depend on God, my strong rock. My refuge is in God. Trust in him at all times. You people pour out your hearts before him. God is our refuge. Just, I mean, that one's pretty basic. Like, yeah. like what we've been saying this entire time, you cannot heal until you've given it to God. Pour out your hearts to him. Psalm 62, um, 8 says, pour out your hearts before him. He hears you guys. We mm-hmm. talked about this in the last episode. He hears you. He knows your heart. He feels every ounce of pain with you. Yeah. He feels it all because he loves you so much. Pour out your heart to him. Trust in him at all times. God is good and he will only allow good to come from pain. Mm-hmm. I love that, that one. That is so true. All right. This is my last one, which is my favorite one. I think it's the last <laughs> You guys, if you have not read, I don't know if I've said this before, but I've definitely told Tara and I'll say it again. If you have not read the Old Testament because you think it is outdated, go read the Old Testament, you guys. <laughs> it was good stuff in there. It is so good and it's so juicy. Like for real, it's a page turner. <laughs> it's a page turner. I mean, until you get to the parts where it's talking about um, like family lineage um, and it's like, all those unpronounceable names like one after another then i'm i'm absolutely turning the page to get like away from that but um (laughs) other than that the stories are phenomenal this really outlines um life before jesus 
how life looked before Jesus. And it makes you so appreciative Mm -hmm. of Jesus coming to be our savior. It's beautiful though. There, you know, it is still very relevant. So this is one of my favorite stories. It's out of Genesis 29. It's called Jacob deceived, Jacob deceived, um, 29, 16. Now Laban had two daughters, the older named Leah and the younger named Rachel. Leah had tender eyes, but Rachel was shapely and beautiful. Jacob loved Rachel. So he answered Laban, I'll work for you seven years for your younger daughter, Rachel. Laban replied, better that I give her to you than to some other man. Stay with me. So Jacob worked seven years for Rachel, and they seemed like only a few days because of his love for her. Aww. Aww. <laughs> original soft boy <laughs> no really i i love that so much you guys because it is it is just so true like when someone truly loves you they would do something like working seven years for you yeah i mean could you imagine the men of today working seven years to to gain your love no most wouldn't no. but that's why you have to look for that godly man yeah. because he would you guys he would he's read this and he knows his woman is set apart and if he would be willing i know michael would work seven years yeah. for me oh yeah he would for i know sure. for, for a, a fact he would yeah and you know that's that's what's worth waiting for you guys yeah. don't let the bare minimum impress you <laughs> tara no. had to learn that <laughs> no yeah. the standards are arisen like a fair man of yeah. god so if you're listening um yeah, me on instagram <laughs> you have plenty of those from the tiktok you know plenty um serious inquires pick, only. <laughs> honestly um just beautiful so jacob worked seven years for rachel and they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love that's what our standards should be at ladies yeah. women of god mm-hmm. um then jacob said to laban since my time is complete give me my wife so i can sleep with her so that just meant like um he didn't mean like so that we can pipe it was <laughs> <laughs> to put it you know so lightly essentially what this means is you know when when they slept together it was like stealing the marriage yeah, yeah yeah they were each other's god intended sex to be between man and woman and eternal it's not yeah. supposed to be shared between people who yeah. aren't going to be together forever yeah. so that's what that's saying which we'll dive into in another episode mm-hmm. so laban invited all the men to the place and sponsored and sponsored a feast that evening laban took his daughter leah and gave her to jacob and he slept with her and laban gave his slave zilpah to his daughter leah as her slave that really doesn't matter right now um when morning came there was leah exclamation point i love when they use exclamation points. <laughs> um so he said to laban what have you done to me wasn't it for rachel that i worked the past seven years for you why have you deceived me Laban answered, it is not custom in our country to give the younger daughter in marriage before the firstborn. Complete this week of wedding celebration and we will also give you this younger one in return for working yet another seven years for me. And Jacob did just that. He finished the week of celebration and Laban gave him his daughter Rachel as his wife after seven more years. Not only did he work seven years, ladies, he worked 14. (laughs) He worked 14 years for Rachel, you guys. This is true love at its finest. This is a man who who is a godly man. Mm-hmm. who is so in love that he is working 14 years crazy 14 years to love her crazy unheard of unheard of it's 
It's That's crazy. Jacob, it is Jacob crazy. really set the standard, to be honest. He did. Shout he did. Jacob. So don't, you know, um, <laughs> don't, don't say go work 14 years for my hand, but whatever's equivalent to that in today's time, yeah. you know, I don't think anything beats that story right there. That is true love. That is, no, it really is. Um, that is set apart love by Jesus yeah. Christ right there. So, yeah. um, just, just look for someone who is godly and who wants to protect your heart above all else. And um, if it's from God, just just know it won't ever be taken away. Yeah, exactly. Not even rivers could sweep no, it away. Nothing could. Nothing can. And nothing will. So yeah. make sure. It's, it, it definitely, I think, something I've learned that is it's worth waiting to. Like, someone does. <laughs> so bad. I don't like one thing or, you know, it doesn't show that is of a godly man. I'm not wasting my time until I feel that I know that it's from God. Yeah. You know, I'm being yeah. really careful with that because mm-hmm. I waste my time getting up there. Big 23. Um, <laughs> Please. So all the, Please. no, I'm just kidding. Um, Not really, but I, yeah, it's just patience really. And you, you learn that too. You learn patience and mostly because I trust God and I know that he has the perfect person for me. So uh, honestly, continuing and praying for your future husband too um has definitely helped me showing god that i'm being patient and that mm-hmm. i don't want to come together until we until he is number one in our lives yeah 100 you know? percent. because you know god does have to be the center of a relationship for it yeah. to work i've you know i learned that with michael we we did break up because god was not in the center of our relationship yeah. but not even rivers could sweep our love away and mm-hmm. we came back together so yeah. um you know that just showed that it was from god so yeah. just you know remembering to put him as center and you know even for you tara i know like you you do want a husband but i think that this time that you're in is so beautiful and so sacred between yeah. you and the lord mm-hmm. and just seeing your growth in the past few months has been so beautiful and i am just truly so proud of you for you know being okay in this waiting period and not dwelling and instead growing your relationship with God because he's going to reward that in tenfold. He will. So, um, so I know, I know your man is coming. You're a man of God. Yeah. But on, on God's timing, God's will, I'm at peace with it now. I'm just living life. having a great time with, with Jesus. And that is all I need to be honest. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your, your time of waiting. Yeah. Yeah. The waiting period is, is beautiful. It's beautiful. So. All right. Anything else to say? Nope. That's it. Before I sneeze again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we love you guys so much. Um, but most importantly, Jesus, Jesus loves, loves you. you. <laughs> uh, we will um, talk to you guys next week. We hope that you had a great holiday season. And this is coming out after January 1st. So yes. a great, um, you know, happy new year as well. Yeah, happy new year. We love you here at EBP Podcast. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Bye.